And welcome to Technology Tap. I'm Professor J. Rod. On today's episode, we're going to talk about DHCP. What is DHCP and how do we use it? And we're also going to talk about a question that may ask you in an interview about DHCP. Let's get to it. All right, welcome to the show. On today's episode, we are going to talk about DHCP. And DHCP stands for Dynamic Host Configuration Protocol. And is used to assign various configuration devices on a network. So let's break that down. What happens when you go to somebody's house and you want to connect to the wireless, to their wireless? What, what happens? What do you need to connect to their wireless? Right, you need their SSID and their password. The SSID is, you know, what they name, what's the name of the wireless and their password. So now that you have those two things, and remember, there are two things that all device needs to connect to the internet. And one of them is a MAC address. Right, and the MAC address is provided by the manufacturer of all devices that connect to the, to the internet. Your smart TV, your Alexa, your phone, your computer, all that have they have a, a MAC address provided by whatever manufacturer that you bought it from. And the IP address, you also need that to get on the internet. So where do you get an IP address when you want to connect wirelessly? Again, going back to the scenario that you go to your friend's house and you want to connect to their wireless. Well, you get the IP address if it's a small office, home office type of setup, right? You regular home users, you are getting it from your router. In a business environment, it's a little different. In a business environment, they usually have a Windows server that gives you the IP. Both these devices have DHCP on them, right? And what is what is DHCP? Again, DHCP, Dynamic Host Configuration Protocol. Well, well this DHCP process is a four-way handshake between the device asking for the IP and the device giving it out. And the four steps are, Discover, offer, request, and acknowledge. Once the four-way handshake is completed, then your device will have an IP address. This works if you are getting a dynamic IP, and we'll talk about dynamic and static in a little bit. So let's say you get the IP address 192 168184. What happens when you leave? Right? So you're in your friend's house, you're hanging out for the day, 
You say, hey, I, let me connect to your wireless. They give you the SSID. They give you the password. You put that in. You get an IP address from the router on your phone, right? You're there hanging out all day. What happens when you leave? Can 192.168.184 ever be used again, ever? Or when you leave, do you take that with you? Well, DHCP works on a lease system, like an apartment lease. And depending on how the way it's set up, it's how long the lease is. It could be anything from a couple of hours to a couple of days. Schools and colleges have it set up. So usually in the middle of the night, it recalls all of its IPs back. So um, it's usually less than you know 24 hours or less, depending on what time you log in. Businesses sometimes have it from two days to two weeks. So, again, I go to your house and I log in and I have that IP address. Once I leave, the router still thinks I'm assigned to you. It may be a day, the next day, two days later, when it, realize, when it recalls all its IPs back, that that IP, 192.168.184, may be given out again. For doing that interim, let's say yours is set up for every two days that it recalls all, all of its IPs. And I go there on a Monday afternoon. Well, Tuesday afternoon, the router is still thinking that I have that IP. So it won't give out that IP number. When, let's say it resets Wednesday afternoon. Now, Wednesday afternoon, all the IPs are being recalled. So if somebody else goes to your house, it's possible they get 192168. 184 but during those two days nobody's going to get that ip and he, and if i come back let's say I, i'm there monday i leave and i come back tuesday i'm still going to have the same ip address for the phone now there are certain situations where we have devices that the ip address has to remain the same every day this is called static IP. What kind of devices need to have static IPs? Well, and static IPs are IPs that never change. That every day you have the same IP address. And that IP address will never change. As long as you don't manually go in there and change it, it will never change. Well, what kind of devices need? Static IPs, well, your servers, your routers, you know, printers. These are the type of devices that they need to have the same router every day for configuration purposes, right? Because you configure it the same way, right? You have your router that's 192.168.11 at home, and it's always going to be that IP. That's never going to change. If you have a server in the office, you need to keep it the same. Right? It's not a good idea to be changing the IP address every couple of days. So those are the kind of devices that you need static IP for. I worked at a place where all our machines were static IPs. But I think that was for a different reason. Now, in order, let's say if you're giving out, if you're doing dynamic IP, but you need to have devices that have static IPs, how do you do that?
Well, you need then you need to configure your router or your server, whichever one is is giving out an IP, the IPs to have reservations. So what does that mean? I'll give you an example. If you start giving out, you can set it up so that you can start giving out your IPs at the 50 at 51. So for example, if you're using 192.168.1.1, right? The last IP is going to be 192.168.1.255. So you can set it up so that your IP, you start giving out IPs at 192.168.151. So anything before that are reserved. Those IPs you can give to your servers, to your routers, to your printers, right? Those, you can use those devices for your static IP. And what happens when the four-way handshake is not successful? That happens sometimes, right? When this happens, you can possibly get what they call an IP address. This is known as an automatic private IP address. And this address looks like this. It would have a 169.254 prefix. This means you will not be able to log on to the internet, right? When you have an IP address that starts with 169.254, it will not let you log into the internet. Now, a lot of times when you go on an interview, they will give you this scenario to test you on your, on your skills. So you go on an interview and the person says, well, what happens if, you know, Joe comes in in the morning, he turns on his computer and he can't log on to the Internet. Now, most people right away would say, I would have Joe reboot the computer. And to be honest, that may help the issue. But when you're in an interview, that's not what they want to hear. You don't tell them, oh, yeah, I'll have them reboot. You say this. First, you ask, is it just Joe having the issue or is everybody else having the issue? Because if it's everybody else having the same issue, then you have a server problem. And that's a whole different thing. But if it's just Joe that's having the problem, you go to command line and you type IP config space forward slash release and IP then you hit enter that releases any IPs that that computer might have and then you again from command line you type IP config space forward slash renew hit enter this will re-enable the four-way handshake and hopefully this will log you in uh, give you access to to the internet once again now every now and then you do this and even though let's say you can ping google and you can get email through outlook you may not be able to get on the internet in that case you would type IP config space forward slash flush DNS. 
doesn't always happen, but every now and then you will get that error. I almost forgot to add the trivia question. Everybody loves the trivia question. So the trivia question for this week is, what do you do if everyone can't log in and have an IP address? Are you going to go around every computer and do IP config release and renew? What do you do when it's everyone that does it? The first two people who email the answer to professorjrod at gmail.com will get a prize. All right. That does it for today's episode. All right. As always, thank you for so much for listening. Um, and next time... We will, you know, I think everybody's keep asking me to do one on port numbers. So I think that's the next one that I'm going to do it on. I'm going to do it on, on port numbers since that is a big item everybody's asking for. All right. Well, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Little Cha Cha Productions. Art by Sarah, music by Jakarm. <laughs>